The Mate of the Mary Ann by William Theodore Parks, read for LibriVox.org, by Julina Goodell, Fairfax, Virginia. I'm the mate, quoth he, of the Mary Ann, as she opened the door to him, and I'm all the way from the state of New York with a present I've got from Jim. Oh dear, said she, it's a pleasure to see a friend who has known my son. We've a party enjoying the evening tea, and you're just in time for some fun. Ah, thank you, said he. I would like to explain. The chest is a cumbersome weight. I'd have brought it myself, but I hadn't the dimes to cover the cost of the freight. It's a matter of seventeen shillings and six, but you see I am one of the crew. I'd have paid it myself for sake of your son if I could have lifted my screw. Ah, Jim was the very best pal that I knew. She got out the cash for him. Now hang up your hat and come in to the tea and tell us a lot about Jim. He hung up his hat and went in to the tea, said he to a girl who was there. You are the livin' dead image of my chum Jim regarding your figure and hair. Said he to another, You're like your mother, but still the expression of Jim. Is a plain around your beautiful smile, a perfect sister of him. I guess you are soft on the ring that I wear, and he splayed his horny fist. I'd like you to wear it, for honor of Jim, t'would almost bangle your wrist. For saving his wife from a shark, I got a trinket at Scooper Abu. From a monarch who gave it me out of his nose, I'm proud to present it to you. The ring is too grand for my tanned hand. It's a valuable old goo I'm scared I'd be robbed of the things some night in the grip of a lawless claw. It's a putty gay keepsake that you've got there. I'll be glad for sake of poor Jim. And he paused, Oh, yes, you may have it, said she. Ah, thanks, when I'm back with him. I guess he'll be proud to see it and hear that I have presented to you the ring that I got for saving the wife of the monarch of Scooper Abu. I've a bauble that's here on a link of my chain. It's made of a nugget I got. I never can know it, I'll maybe be darned, or drowned, or skivered, or shot. It's a nugget to waste, with a fellow like me, to be sporting it out of the shop. Here, take it by gum, you're the mother of Jim, or maybe I'd put it in pop. Ah, sir, said the mother, you are far too kind, as he fastened it on to her chain. Will you keep this locket in place of it? There, I will never require it again. Aha, said he, it's a moral to see you are the spirit of Jim all out. I'll have it and wear it for honor of Jim, without no matter of doubt. Hey, what's the time? I am bound to an hour. I'd like to remain if I can. But the captain's keeping the cable taut on the men of the Mary Ann. Let somebody travel with me tonight, who will carry the luggage ashore. 
I'll bring all your compliments out to Jim, if I may not see you no more. Said a girl who was there with auburn hair who hadn't been talking free. The weather is dark, and you say the ship is out some yards at sea? It's better that two should travel with you. The journey's a little too far. And one'll take charge of the present for Jim, the other can go for a car. So two of the gentlemen offered to go who had been at the evening tea. And they all shook hands, and the three took a tramp to the wall by the wailing sea. I guess we ought to be having a quench, said the mate, for I always do. I never go thirsty aboard at night. So he went and treated the two. They sat in a room at the back of the bar, discussing three tumblers hot. I'm darned if we won't have a couple of smokes, said he, and I'll settle the shot. You'll pull a cigar with me, by gum. I'll get them and just you set. He went with his purse to the bar to pay, and they had not seen him yet. But whether he's shot or whether he's drowned, oh darned, the host did say. Behind the bar, as he pulled a pint, that the drink was still to pay. She laughed a laugh when the twain returned. You are a mighty discerning pair. And she posed her nose with a tilted tip, did the girl with the auburn hair. They all suggested a different way of finding the missing mate. Put out your brains, said the auburn hair, on a clean blue pattern plate. And twig a few of the cobwebs off. From Scooperaboo, look there. We've brummagem trinkets of glass and brass, said the girl of the auburn hair. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.